Welcome to Before the Bell podcast, where we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis on all things pro wrestling. Plus, we bring to you top models in the business and entertainment world. Welcome to Before the Bell podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. And this, this week has been so emotional for everyone in the world because of everything that's just going on. And it's been a long time coming. It's been crazy trying to get my host for to, for this segment on the show. So without further ado, uh, welcome to for the first time to Before the Bell podcast. Mr. Jex Ekuma. Mr. Jex, how are you doing? Fine, very well. Thank you. And you? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, we know, uh, first, before we dive in on what's really brought us here today, uh, what's asked your take on uh, the COVID-19 issue or health pandemic at uh, oh. Lagos? How is everyone doing? What's going on there? Um, we're coping. Due to the gradual ease of the lockdown, this life has been co- become... Um, a little bit bearable prior to the easing of the lockdown it was kind of um weird where everybody has to stay at home no palliative no no some, some companies were not even paying so the economy was adversely affected you know that because the one the biggest cities in nigeria and in africa yeah. like it's the economic yeah. of africa so if everything shuts down in lagos like africa is almost shut down so they had to ease the lockdown somehow what to do we are coping though thank god yeah it's it's crazy because of the stories we hear from some people and my heart really goes out to those that were making a living on daily pay and if if we really look at the country lagos being the biggest and that's where we have uh daily uh, people that work daily uh, for their paycheck and i don't even i can't even cover i don't, can't even find okay, about, that. Go yes. about that about that I, I i could give you a, a picture okay for instance now there was someone i met during the lockdown like um he was like he hasn't gone to work for a couple of weeks, getting to months, okay. and his, his salary has been on hold. Like like he was the kind of person that spends as he earns, so it, it affected him adversely. But some people have been saving, even even though you were saving, probably let's say for two months you didn't receive salary. What you were saving, you must have used it. Now, imagine someone that has a family of five children, or uh, oh. about then spending the salary you've been saving, everything might even finish. So um, the easing of the lockdown is, is a very good step forward because um, there's no cure and then there's little or nothing we can do right now. And then uh, the, the biggest issue going on was when people were actually frustrated at the uh, at the point whereby we are locked up and the numbers are spiking at at the <laughs> rate that you wouldn't even comprehend. And I, at my area, my neighborhood, they were like, "God, it's better I go out there and." Rather than stay in here and die of hunger. And because I couldn't compare what they went through, because I was like, wow, people are actually ready to go out there and make a living and die at the end because they don't know what's going on anymore. So they were like, okay, if it's really out there and it wants to kill me, let me just die rather than me oh, stay here and die. What do you have to say about the situation with that? People are getting frustrated because um, in Africa and Nigeria, especially, yeah. can, you, can you still hear me? I'm hearing you. I'm yeah. I'm here. Okay, in Africa and Nigeria, especially. Okay, let's say in Europe, America, UK, um, they've been giving palliatives and something to elevate their 
poverty and the effect of the coronavirus lockdown on them and the economic well-being. Yeah. But in Nigeria, nothing like that is being given. Someone that works on a daily paycheck, he's not receiving anything. The government doesn't do anything to help him. How will he eat? No, just tell me, how would he eat? If someone stays hungry for like two days, he, he can die now. So what's the difference? Let me go outside and do something and eat. Maybe it might not catch me or it might, I might contract it, then I'll die. If I don't die, I'll leave, I'll eat. And that, that's just the logic behind it. So the government is not doing enough. Honestly, not doing enough. And the biggest thing is that the, uh, robbery and burglary is taking up at the at the high, oh, high time. That, high. And uh, a lot of kidnapping crazy. As a, okay, the logic behind that one now, Um, when the second phase of the lockdown was put in place in Lagos or Bustila and Abuja, he could discover that yeah. um, in places like Ali Moshu and the other local government, the one million boys and everybody had their robbing. Due to the fact that mm-hmm. prior to when the lockdown entered the second phase, the Lagos State Police Command um, PRO was invited to a radio station. He said they had released close to 2,000 inmates due to the fact that they wanted to decongest the prison and police cells. So just imagine 2,000 persons that were criminals, depending on their crime or whatever, were released into this yeah. society. And then they were not coming to work. <laughs> they were coming to be to be locked inside the house or something. What would you How expect? How crazy was that? Because <laughs> you are not even going to the fan and me that it's going to come and walk. Where are they walking? Okay, we should go and sit down. Where? It's oh, just, which I don't understand how they think. So you released about 200 prisoners to the to town prisoners to the society to come and do what now that, that you the rate of crime would, would would spike up maybe that's why they haven't imposed the curfew by 8 a.m 8 p.m rather so probably by 8 p.m whoever they see outside will be considered an angry bar or a thief uh, it's it's crazy and i really my heart really goes out again to the people that are really suffering the most and the death and the kill oh it's crazy so uh Next uh, question, and uh, I'll uh, I'll see on uh, still on the economy issue. Three weeks ago, an announcement that uh, they were going to increase the number of palliatives the the to three million plus people, and I was like, uh, you only hear the name of you don't even know where the money is being sent to. You don't even know how it's been distributed. There is no statistics. There is no. It's not evident. Like you just yeah. and it's crazy. Nobody is picking up, and I don't even know what to say. Like I would like you that you are there in Lagos. The run down. Mr. Jakes, are you? I can barely hear you. Mr. Jakes, are you? Can you hear me? I'm hearing you, Mr. Jakes. I'm still asking. Uh, there was this assumption where the president made that palliatives will be distributed to the poorest of the poor Nigerians. That three million plus testing uh, will be made uh, there. Or any evidence to show that these things were actually distributed? And it's really crazy how by some like asking you over there. What's the situation at hand? Uh, did you hear or did you see of anything being distributed to the people in your neighborhood or have you heard anything? Okay, from the side of the government, actually, I would say the cost of governance and the way government is being run in Nigeria, where we don't have civil registration and every other thing, is what's affecting us presently. Because you tell me Nigeria is one of the poorest countries in the world, that is the world poverty capital, basically. So the same yeah. poorest of the poorest, <laughs> it should be a minimum of 
it should be a minimum of 50% of the population of a 200 population, that's about 100 million persons are supposed to receive these palliatives. And I, for one, Mike, I, I know about 200 people personally. So out of those 200, 100 million, I'm supposed to know one person that's doing something from the government, but I don't know anybody that's doing anything from the government. The people I haven't seen that oh, receive palliatives okay. are maybe from religious organizations, NGOs, and persons like normal citizens. But from the government side, okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't I can't really say I've seen anything. It's a situation that we will digress. We, we, we just can't fat up. If we just digress from there. I just hope I hope from God and see what we get back. <laughs> because it's it's just not easy for everybody out there. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to ask you this question. There's a, a rumor, I don't know if it's actually true, that uh, the schools will be reopened uh, by June 8th. How no. true is that? As he, as he said prior to the statement, it's a rumor. It's not true. Check Nigerian schools, check Nigerian schools, uh, maybe from our primary schools, secondary schools, and then tertiary institutions. We have close to 200 students at least in a secondary school. Okay, 1,600 in some okay. schools. And then imagine maybe 80 students in one class. Social distancing permits only 20 people in an environment at the same time. So 80 students cannot be in a class at the same time. They have to, like, like there's many things they have to put in place because schools can even resume. And they're not even close to that yet. So schools cannot resume right now. There's a the news I like I read and uh, and they were like, okay, since we have if we are looking at the primary sector, the primary uh, schools, there are up to like 35, 35 million of them, or thirty five thousands of them, and whereby after, uh, like uh, the a percentage of that will be private. And if, if we get the school reopened, they might come the same might be coming in batches. And I'm like, how how you can't do that. I'm like, it's not. The right direction. The numbers just They should know that we don't have enough testing kits, first of all. We don't have enough isolation facilities. Our best case is even in Lagos now. I've been looking forward to a way of maybe asking churches, religious places, and hotels to even give them rooms so they can keep persons. I'm trying to come to the house and test people and then treat them from home. So imagine that you open schools now. Where will you keep this people in the contract? It's just despicable, honestly. <laughs> Oh, the, the one that really I, I almost cried because it was both funny and painful was uh, there's this other state I wouldn't really mention the name of the state. Um, so they actually said they were they were building a isolation center like uh, they created one. So uh, one of these heavy rain I, I think it should be this week or last, last week, week heavy uh, rainfall. That and uh, the government of that state has spoken on social media that um, due to the rate, the isolation center that cost almost a many million, according to them, I can't mention the number of the millions, uh, that uh, the rainfall destroyed the isolation center and all the testing kits. And now, so what are they trying to say? They are insinuating that more funds should be being sent their way. If you use millions creating a, a, a structure, just a rainfall can be spread up. And the pictures we saw there was only canopy. And, oh, what is going on here? They're not transparent. That's what's going on. <laughs> and it's because, it's, because, it's because nobody questions them. Like if there's, you you, 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 you understand a situation where there's someone ahead of you, or there's someone over you, on top yeah. of you rather. Yeah. So if 
you're looking for this person probing you if you do something wrong you wouldn't do something wrong but if there's someone ahead of you or on wow. top of you over you and you're not looking forward to him probing you if you do something wrong him or her probing you if you do something wrong then you 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 you, you have leverage to whatever you like so nobody will ask them questions that's why they could just tell you maybe they bid ahead for about 10 million naira and then you find you be seeing something that is even even what you under thousand It's, it's not easy. Um, let's just dive into the the uh, what brought us here today. The George Floyd situation. How 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 painful to watch. I don't think I could handle watching that or the whole nine minutes of that video, nine minutes plus of that video. It was it was. Uh, the speaker will be an understatement. It was something like. I didn't even know how to fathom my feelings, and I was like, "I'm gonna force myself going to it to the end and see." And just watching that human being was something something I couldn't even imagine. So, um, directing is to you. How did you react? How what was the reaction, and how did you feel? Okay, about George Floyd, Mr. Yeah, about the George Floyd issue. I actually watched the video in bits. Um, it was heart touching. But then that wasn't even what moved me. The reactions later on was what moved me. So you see, the world has become a global village, but then some people have not actually changed. Okay. Considering the video, he was a black American. Yeah. And there was um, a Chinese, or rather an Asian American, standing there, police officer while this was going on and he was yeah. kind of trying to chase everyone that was taking the video and begging on his behalf away i was like are you serious right now like america is no man's land actually most people in america migrated from them mexico israel germany france and some other places like that to america so why are you proclaiming this place is yours like okay you Actually, kneel on someone's neck. You, you know he can't be like. I don't understand this kind of inhumane. That's why anybody that watches that video will be moved, whether they are white or black. That's why having all these protests being sparked in the entire country and even outside the country in the UK, people are still protesting due to the incident. Like it's, it's inhuman. It's inhuman, and uh, they, uh, some people were telling it, uh, tagging it, uh, hashtag police brutality. And I had to, uh, it was so crazy how in the span of like few hours it went so viral to the point that everybody I don't think there's anybody on this planet Earth that hasn't heard about the situation. And it was so crazy how the tunnel we both had negative and positive reviews, and majority was actually positive because people were like, "Why would someone be?" And the most inhuman thing was how did this even happen? And I I read something on Twitter where uh, someone commented on like. He, he went to get something from a store and is it the person that owns the store accused him or what like mm-hmm. they check what did not cash okay and they check cash oh, like, what? Oh, about what? that um first of all from what she said i would say anybody that give, uh, that is giving a negative review on whatever the video or the incident that played out is is actually a racist that's just the definition to it because i don't even though it was white or black or whoever you lean on someone's neck as a law enforcing agent on someone's neck i don't understand what height is that if i'm somebody and he, he's not moving how is he going to run so why are you still 
million is next. About the issue, um, it was like he was accused and of forgery, so they said he used a fake bank note to purchase something from the store. Okay. So even though, but even though, even though, even though, hold on, sorry. Even though that was true, even though that was true, that's not the penalty. It's not. It's not. The, it's not the death crime. Now it's not what. It's not what the penalty. So really, you charge him to court, and then investigations will be made, and then you will see if he's guilty or not. Like this one now. Okay, you, you just killed somebody. Not that he was robbing. Not that he was carrying firearms or something. I can't believe at this modern uh, this modern day and age, someone will actually say you are, you are seeing yourself being videoed on camera, and you know very well social media That's is really the, point. the number That's one the thing point. in this world. That's the point. Actually, about that, let me let me take it to let me take it to an angle. Let me take it to an angle. Okay. Okay. Mr. Chauvin at that time, nothing mattered to him because he knew what the American society is. Go to parliament. Go to councils. And um, go to even the Senate in America. You see that you have white majority. Even in the police, even in the okay. police forces, you have white majority. So who enforces the law? The police, not so. A policeman, they, yeah. they have they have like a police code and stuff like that. So he, he doesn't think anybody would arrest him. Okay, can can you imagine even when after protest, after protest packed, like this thing happened was it on Tuesday on Monday, on Monday or so. After protest sparked, yeah, it took like three days before they could even three to four days they charged him for manslaughter and third degree murder. So he expected that nothing would even happen. It's been happening. Mr. Abri was killed the other time. Nothing happened. So he expected that nothing would happen. So if you like video, it, if you like don't video, it's not my business. I'm doing what I'm doing. But this time around, everybody had, everybody it, it, had it's to be Wow, and the, what really moved me was uh so with with, with the emotions I felt I was like no I need to also because I need to I need to talk to some people that were in the course and I like what do you think of the situation? Someone was there, I'm a, a, a policeman here in Nigeria was like you know uh, um the the way you are treat the way you the way that you are trained as a police officer in the U.S. is quite different. It's not like yeah, like I think biggest uh course here in nigeria so yeah the police the police have the highest uh, this thing even more with their army more than their army so i'm like okay so with power and everything and they will train and everything so i don't know if it, it was a mis uh, misunderstanding with the policemen maybe they they, they accused they know yet information well about the arrest before they arrested him maybe the accused of something else so i don't really know what what was in the what was in his mindset at of that moment when he he, he pinned him down to his nail and there's so many there's it's not the speaker so i don't even know and i thought they were, they were fired and i was like oh really someone died and you're only firing no so i'm just so if I'm going to say something, I'll say, I'll say, probably what was on his mind was that he just wants to express his superiority, like show himself of, I can arrest you, this and that. The guy, the guy, the guy that's um, George Floyd, he wasn't okay. even resisting arrest, he wasn't struggling or nothing. So I don't know what led to you kneeling on his neck. And then about the dismissal and every other thing, if you have died down, if this protest didn't go nationwide, like almost all the states in America 
have been protesting. They didn't care if it's a pandemic or not. They've been running police vehicles out. Things. So things have gone south. They just have to grow team and then he's most likely supposed to receive the death penalty for things that is in place, but I'm not sure that it will happen. Wow. And it was it was so so applauding of the people actually. Uh uh actually um it's crazy how the people forgot about the yes, pandemic no, issue. I just yeah. moved ahead. Boom. Martin, we are Martin, going and we are Martin, Martin, Mr. King once said that um, injustice anywhere, injustice everywhere. If you let this one slide, the next one that might happen might be your brother or even you. <laughs> so before it gets to before it gets to your door, you have to look for it to call Like if you about the this the police are trained differently in America. If you've watched because. some movies like Black and Blue, you'll notice that cops in America, they have like a code. They cannot like bail out on either of their, themselves, except they have very strong principles. And then, um, so that's mostly what happened there, that those other, those other police officers that were there did not tell him to stop. They were instead chasing people that were there. Yeah. And it's crazy how, even in the modern age, uh this this is still going on and i i was thinking the world has reached a stage whereby all these things should just be a forgo history or so like but it's crazy how it's still going on and it's about that there's, wow there's so, something i wrote yes oh mr jacks about that there's something i wrote on my facebook page a few days ago the truth is just that with this and the other extensions that have been playing out right from the past six years and going on and on and on, you notice that there are still people in America, maybe white or racist, that are still telling their children and their children's children that black people are not your brothers, they're not your friends, they're not your countrymen, they're not your compatriots. Whenever you see them, just diss them, hit them, they come to offend you, you beat them up, arrest them, kill them if possible. That's what some people will be telling their children or their grandchildren in the corner. And kids come, they come alive innocent. No, like, okay, Mr. Trump and himself, you don't tell me as a kid he, he had the ambition, I mean, when he was born, he had the ambition of killing black people or arresting them and then maiming them or something like that. But then somebody showed him this thing and then he learned. So it's like, it's like even in Japan now, okay, their life expectancy is increasing based on the fact that they transfer things to the generation and then just come. So once you transfer to the generations, it keeps up with them. It doesn't just end like that. So if the black community and America as a whole doesn't stand their ground now that this thing has reached this height and this thing dies down like that, then it's going to take maybe 10 years before it actually stops. It's crazy. My heart goes out to the to the George uh, Floyd's family because um, I don't know how 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 they are dealing at this moment because actually uh, I don't know if he's back right now and everything because it was so impossible for me to like through the new this thing of this because I, I felt something I, I haven't felt for a long while. Actually, years ago, and I know how pop up every time on the news going on and his face is everywhere there are no rest everywhere people are talking about him and it's i don't know how they are very 
this moment actually seeing everything going on with him and it's painful how someone would you are mourning somebody and you cannot even have peace because every time he's every somebody's talking about him on social media on the tv you don't even have rest i don't even can you really tell me how they'll be able to no, pass see, through this, Josh, this Josh, family, my heart goes out to them as well but then this is something they have to endure you know for them to get justice for that so i believe in his mom or his dad or his wife and even be on those streets protesting for justice for their son too so this is just something they have to at least okay this is the least they can do for him this is the least they can do for him so the amount of work they put in the amount of advocacy they put in with the man if he gets justice or not but it doesn't change the fact that they are mourning at the moment it doesn't change the fact that and he, he's about 45 years or 46 years old so this he, he, he didn't have any underlying signature so i wouldn't believe he could even live another 40 to 50 years ahead of him so then life was crushed a couple of days ago so it's not easy for them honestly but they just have to like sacrifice it's not uh, I I I got so teary when I actually saw the 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 uh, the interview with uh, was it his brother where he said he actually moved in into uh, Minnesota uh, Minneapolis like was it few days to with this thing happening and he was so happy and pumped to like move into a new state like try to see what is going to someone like nine years a truck driver trying to create a new dream a new opportunity for his life trying to see where he can move on in life from this and actually to to see this happen to him it's it's something that no one can actually take in and sit down and and, and say and do nothing about and this injustice was just too too big to to be forgotten and a lot of a lot of review a lot of comments every every now and then pop out to the it's, it's everywhere and it's crazy you can't get a break from it because every time you are like i just want to relax and get taken i just take care of myself i'm just cool and just forget what's going on in the world and the next thing you go back there and everything is just negativity tears quarrels it's crazy a lot of people are actually leaving social media don't know what to, they don't know what to do it it, it affects the mind it, and i want to inform you like uh I think we are diving into something different. Babbling, social media of the thing. So someone actually, a, a, a Japanese, actually committed suicide. Was it uh, two weeks ago or one week ago? Anna Kimura, 22 years of age, actually committed of nasty things people would send to you. Imagine you mourning somebody. Imagine you going through, put it out, getting you, giving you, and how to move on. The next people, how can you pass through those days of life? Everyone didn't have the thick skin to take all that in, and that person are committing suicide. And people are living this because it's crazy. So I'm like, what's your take on the matter? Cyberbullying now. Cyberbullying and physical bullying are one and the same. A physical bully. If he goes on the nurse, becomes a cyber bully. Even even worse because he, this time around, you 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 can't attack him. So he's behind the screen. He's just probably him or her just typing and then saying stuff, body shaming, cursing, and abusing people online. So basically, I would say, if in countries where there are no laws enacted to cop cyber bullying, even with laws enacted like the one they were trying to do in Nigeria, like. The government can even hijack those laws. So if these laws are not critically thought over before being enacted, it might even become a pain in the ass in itself. 
But my personal take on the matter is just the same way you build your own stuff, so you build yourself esteem physically. So even though someone bullies you or says something abusive, you wouldn't be hurt directly or indirectly. The same way you should build yourself and groom yourself on the net because definitely most definitely people will come for you people will come for you with or without any reason and then you might say something that might have hurt them in the past but they just come for you and then you might be innocent of anything that is in your or just come for you so the ability of you grooming yourself and your your, your self-esteem to become something that can stand the test of time is what will keep you in a country where they don't have any cyber bullying act being an actor but even under as i said earlier some countries might just hijack this law like in nigeria now you might just say something maybe criticize the government if there's a law like that criticize the government and they don't say you're bullying the government and then they were arrested to be sent to prison or, <laughs> or something like that so it's kind of complicated you know still on this type of bullet why are humans this way so because you have uh, you have a phone and you you got yourself some airtime and you you hide behind your screen and to destroy someone else's life you send out a tweet or you send out a comment that you know very well that this man actually made make or destroy that human and you actually standing up why also why do people just people are just nasty on their own they, all they do is sit down and look for life to destroy someone is people say she's a girl because she was just growing up she couldn't take it that was someone that was just trying to make a living for herself but just because she did something that you think for you your your ethics your values doesn't uh doesn't go with it and you think someone else should fall in line with yours everyone have a life to live with somebody else if you don't like it just leave that place but why should you always comment on something that doesn't even concern you if you don't like it leave it why are you always trying to put someone in a position whereby you can't come back from and they sent her to, uh, to an early grave and it didn't even do them well and this one else happened again it's just so crazy and i don't know how people do it how people uh, get by through uh depression and some people do it it's crazy depression is just crazy i still remember uh, two years ago when I up and I just thank God for wrestling because they actually took me out. No, I did not do that because I know very well if I love something and I go and see you bashing it, it pains me because I'm like, why am I loving it and you're hating it? But what what did they do wrong? So it's just so Mr. Jake, it's really nice hearing you. So still on if what's your take any other situation, let's just go by it. Okay, concerning the um, reasons why people do what they do, I could say because of the world's a geography, there are about seven continents. They have Americans, Latinos, Mexicans, French, Spanish, Africans, etc. So, just as we have different colors and different tribes in this world, we have different people, we have good people, we have bad people. People can just be bad for no reason, people can be good for no reason. Yeah, you don't have to impress someone for the person to be good to you. You know, you have to impress somebody for person to be bad to you. That it's just it's just normal human phenomenon. So now that you and I and some other persons out there know that this thing is not good, the amount of advocacy we put out will determine if it stops or not. Wow. Um, I don't know if you have heard anything about this Kaduna killing hashtag Kaduna killings. I don't even know what people to kill and to murder people. That what even about it? It's crazy. <sighs> I must say, I haven't really looked into it. Okay. Okay. Wow. And it's, it's been, it's been, uh, and, uh, you have anything to say? 
how I don't understand about the flight issue and the other days in case and I just let it go to the man. I think they were advocating for justice for the medical community that the 60 year old girl was on my police officer to this school in Lagos. Why is not talking about that one? And he was like, they should be down. I channel not talk about that one. I should talk about this one. Okay, this kind of comment from these people, they should probably shut up if they don't have anything to say. Like, it's kind of demeaning. Something is happening in your country. There's a charity begins at home. If you can't, that, that probably is just a hypocrite. You're just saying to the whole world, we see, okay, I'm, I'm saying something about this thing. Too. When you're fighting for injustice, you should fight for injustice. You're fighting for justice everywhere. Not maybe selective. If it's big, you then chip in. If it's not big, you chip in. As selective, maybe they should just keep quiet. You don't have anything to say. Instead of complaining. You now see where the nasty people come in. Because still on these nasty humans that they think they, they, they have the right to say what they want and they, 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 they are free. Like, uh, uh, still on this uh, George Floyd situation. So, at liberty and demand everyone, we are actually with this to get paid. Like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Jakes, uh, Mr. Jakes, we are still um, deliberating on uh, uh, on people that are taking human, and all they do is wait for something to happen, and they treat nasty things to people uh, that actually sometimes send them to their early group, people in depression, and actually all people put people off. So uh, you were still deliberating on that before uh, we lost in uh, connection there. So what do you have to say again on that? Um, what I was saying actually is um. Laws should be enacted, but prior to when these laws are enacted, they should be considered to be the solution to the problem, so they don't create another problem in itself. Um, probably, if these laws are enacted, and then you treat something about the presidency or the government, you just like what happened with them. Um, Agbaje or so, something like that in Koshi State at that time, where the governor of Koshi State arrested him and he was in prison for just three months, and then there was no trial for him. Stuff like that. So if you now enact these laws, they might have something to back them up. So if we are enacting laws, as these are the only way to combat cyberbullying, there should be core laws that would tackle the problem. And the governor of um, uh, River State actually arresting uh, the exo mobile um, um, workers yeah, because they were under uh, COVID nineteen pandemic oh. this okay. and uh, there was a protest with those people like I know if you if you are still keeping them uh, unjustly locked, we are going to suspend our. We are not working. Just crazy, and we're released. So we see how positive social media can help and how. When people stand up for injustice, it can actually help uh, the nation and the world at large. Yeah, so actually about that, I was about saying that earlier, but it skipped my mind. You cannot undermine the importance of social media. The just flight yeah. issue went viral via social media. This is what sparked the conversation we are having right now. 
So if you're trying to clamp down on some some governments might cl- want to clamp down on social media, not just not cyberbullying, so they want to clamp down on social media and then create a bigger havoc based on the fact that right now nobody has a right to question them. But if you go online, go on Twitter, sometimes the president will be trained and then they'll drop him for every Thing that is not doing correctly and then you said those things will gradually change but then they now climb down on social media people don't have the right to maybe post it's, some of it's, these problems they're exactly. having anymore you see it's we are we are we are, we are caught we are caught between a rock, a rock and a hard place and um, i want to give a shout out to uh mr it okim uh he was uh with uh i wanted to meet up with new york department of pharmaceuticals uh, he's really doing good uh, that's a, a youth that is actually uh striving there it is right up and uh, the writer and everything there so it actually in the memoir uh bid you the memoir five lessons and 19. uh that was my first guest and we we actually discussed the book and all of his projects and one of the uh distinct top uh topic in there that he mentioned was that visual life is not visual. it wasn't social media and we should not even measure social media it's not it's not a measure of who is actually doing better in life who are you on the world on social media? Who are these people, these nasty people? Who are they? Can they what's their life like? Because sometimes I used to think maybe they are so they are so comfortable in their life. Life is treated them well. That's why when something positive or negative happens, all they do is feel trash. And I'm like, how is their life? Who are they beyond the social media world? And it's crazy. Because I look at somebody attacking them, um, a WWE pastor Randy Orton. And Doing this uh situation, they actually tweeted something out there. Like and because of people are putting them on this petition very Mr. Jack, are you there with me? Okay, so uh Randy also actually tweeted the the, the petition out there as that black life. That's and people were like, it's true. Okay. People had come, they were positive comments as always. There's someone that will come out there to do that. And the person was, How that that how can it cause segregation? And it was like, right now, what we are passing through is a black life. Is actually, he was trying to elaborate why Hello. he puts that hashtag on black life. In the sense of like, right now, we are dealing on a black man that is like, brutally. What other hashtag have you used? Because right, the topic out there is a black man. And the person was like, huh? what is wrong with people that? It's crazy. There are just that two I, answers to that. You shouldn't cut it. Oh, everybody on, on social media with that one violent. So there are just two there are just two answers to that actually. Two answers that are either this persons. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Either this persons are insecure or they're just chasing clout. And the only way to do it is under someone's comment. You'll notice that most of the times when these cyber bullies and I wouldn't say stupid, but I'll just say clowns on social media come under someone's comment. A couple of comments follow from people supporting them and people standing against them. That's what they were looking for. And they've actually gotten it. So if you give them attention they want, which they don't deserve, they will keep 
at it. But if you just shut up or maybe give them another name and then it becomes one one, they will keep quiet and never say something like that in their life to another person again. It's so crazy. there's many ways to go about it. For um, just Mr. Jake, so maybe it was me. Podcast and this another time. Uh-huh. Because so probably should do a, a podcast on this, this bullying and the solutions some other time because it wouldn't it wouldn't be okay to talk about the problems and not solutions. So she probably work on solutions and then do a podcast and we can make sure it gets out there to the world. That? People will actually see how to go about cyberbullies Mi- on their timeline and comment box. Mr. Jack. Yeah. You, you 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 are you putting ideas in my head because right now uh we, we you are really putting there so cyberbullying is something we need to we need to go deliberate on we need to go study about and have more info so that we come here and give our listeners why they have yes. what and how and everything so we need to create uh we need to have another thing for this epi- for that episode and do that so please Will you be able to eat that? Uh, because before the Bell family actually inviting you, because we need to deal deliberate on this topic. And actually, I would love Mr. IT2 to be here because it needs to be, it's going to be crazy. So, Mr. Jakes, I'm actually sending you this invitation. And I wanted to get this in um, public. Yeah. Are you going to do this for us? Because we need to deliberate on this. Yeah, most definitely. So just fix the date and the time, man. Related to me. Thank you so much. So b- before I leave you to go and uh, take care of your family and everything that's going on, I know you have a life, you have a schedule and everything. So who is Mr. Jakes Ekuma? Oh, it's just Ekuma. Yes, I'm a regular black man from Africa, Nigeria, precisely. Um, over twenty. Okay. That's most of where where can we find Mr. Ekuma on the uh, social media? We are looking for social media and everything. Okay, on Twitter, um, Jake Sekuma underscore, and um, on Instagram, Jake Sekuma, on Facebook, Jake Sekuma. Wow. Mr. Kumar, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I I was so thrilled to actually have, really have you here to uh, uh, do this with me. It's great having you. I appreciate you so much for this. And we have you back here on our show on a better circumstance. I know you, it's been great for you. Thank you. You know what we passed through to do this. So thank you so much for, yeah. for the faithful listeners. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually very, very glad that at least I could come through. I'm actually very glad that we could finally get a connection somehow. Um, it was kind of difficult <laughs> at first, but somehow, somehow we came through. So, so listeners, I hope we listen to this and then get everything we can extract from it, if what we can, and then if we want, we can. And um, um, your program is a very nice one, I would say. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. You, you can bet on that. It's great. It was great having you here. And Mr. thank you for giving us your time. And don't forget, episode. Uh, we will try to fix the that he was coming back here to do cyber. So uh, you can find him Jake Kuma every social media handles. Go check him at Jake. And Jake Kuma, you know very well you we know you can make sure to us where uh, you are So are you going to give us a good one up today? No, I, I won't I won't give any update today. Not today. Okay. No, I'm like telling you what about you. You were telling me the spoken word, right? I think <laughs> I, I could barely hear you. I could barely hear you. 
I said, Mr. Ekuma, uh, are you going to give us a treat one of these days when we have you back on the show in the better circumstances? So give us uh, and everything. We need to. Yeah, pro- probably, probably next month. Meanwhile, on my Instagram, that's at Jake Ekuma. I have some other stuff up there. So if the listeners could just go and check it out. Okay. But next month, we work on something next month. Okay. We, we appreciate that. And we hope very well that you will actually send us your link and everything so that we can post out there on our social media handles. And I want to announce that our Facebook, before the bell, Facebook page will soon be released. Uh, but it's taking time because we have a lot going in there. Thank you, Mr. Jakes, for uh, coming on the show. Well, thank you, faithful listeners. Have a nice day. for joining us on today's episode make sure to tune in to the next episode please subscribe to our podcast and give us star review on anchor spotify and everywhere you get your podcast thank you for your support